All right, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer on this holiday Monday. Not for us, though, right, Vaughn? No, not a holiday for me, but, you know, it's the business we've chosen. It is. The news never stops, Vaughn. News never stops. And it doesn't for you, I know, because you've got... If it ever did, Simi, (laughs) you and I would be sitting on the front porch at the retirement home going, gee, that was an interesting business we were in years ago, wasn't it? What was that all about, anyway? uh, Let's talk about what's going on this week, because this museum story... It continues to move forward. It continues to have legs. And I wonder if the government has underestimated, I mean, they've underestimated every step of the way, but are they even underestimating the impact of what releasing this business plan is going to have? Yeah, look, this is one of the most interesting narratives of the John Horgan era in politics. And this is a guy whose polling numbers have been remarkable. He's the longest serving NDP premier in BC history. Most of the polls since he became premier suggest that if an election were called the next day, he would sweep back into office with a majority. So the public likes him, and he's done well. And we can argue about the details, but that's the facts. So he's now done something that's gone off like a giant stink bomb. And he himself admits it. He says, you know, he said last week, this billion-dollar museum makeover plan that he announced on Friday the 13th, great choice of days, that landed like a thud. And he says it was badly communicated, and he said people misunderstood what they're doing and all that. All that is true. Oh, he also says, yeah, he's hearing about it in his own constituency office here in the provincial capital. Uh And we know that other New Democrats are because they have been remarkably silent on this issue. In fact, I've noticed that even the NDP trolls on social media are relatively quiet. They're not coming to the government's rescue on this thing. So it's a public relations disaster. The public is very unhappy. But it's easy to fix, right? They haven't done anything yet. They could just back off. That's not what they're doing. Wednesday is the big day. We're getting a technical briefing, which is always a sign the government recognizes it needs to explain things. And then we're getting the business plan, and they're hoping that will turn things around. Simi, I have my doubts that it will, but the government's going all in on this thing again. Uh, It's not the course of action, I can tell you, that some new Democrats are saying they should take. You know, Vaughn, you've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this a long time. We watch governments do this where they entrench themselves in a position where anybody could tell them, you know what, you should probably back down on this one, but it just feels like they dig themselves in deeper. Yeah, one of the things that really emerges from... um, David Mitchell's book on W.A.C. Bennett, our longest-serving premier. Mitchell has a fascinating thing in there about what W.A.C. Bennett called the second look. So Bennett would make mistakes, and he would get out there. He'd get ahead of the public or everything. He turned it into an asset. He would announce to British Columbians, we've decided to take a second look at this. That's the kind of government we are, right? See, and would all, Come on, you made a mistake, you screwed up, back down, admit it. No, no, he turned it into an asset. He would take one of his famous second looks. And Ralph Klein used to do this in Alberta, too. You know, it's part of the art of politics. You go, up. Oh, we got that one wrong, we're backing off. The public expects their governments to make mistakes, and what they want to see is admit it, move on, back off, and 
again, I'll tell you, Simi, that the rumblings are that that's what some new Democrats are saying they should do here. Rather than going all in, rather than releasing a business plan that hmm, there'll be stuff edited out of it, there always is. Uh, it'd be much better to start again. You've got plenty of time. Look, the, the, the schedule that the government released on this museum plan, it's their schedule. They don't start the consultations and design on the new building for another two years. They don't start construction for another four years. They're closing the existing museum on September the 6th. What's the rush? You've got plenty of time. Uh, this isn't something you're starting tomorrow or next week. You don't have to be in a rush to close the place and demolish it, right? So there's some kind of agenda going on here in the background, Simi, that I don't understand. And I really think that he would be doing his own government and New Democrats a huge favor if yeah. he just slammed the brakes on, say, yep, time for a second look, and there's plenty of time to do it. I can't imagine, here's my problem with this, I can't imagine any business plan coming out on Wednesday that would justify the the kind of details that we've had so far. Yeah. So what kind of business plan says that we need to build the most expensive museum in Canada? Yep. How can you justify a precise budget figure for the main building, $789 million, right? How can you justify that number when you don't have a plan, you haven't consulted the public on it, you don't have a site design, and everyone in the construction industry will tell you that without a tender call on a firm construction plan and design, you don't know what the place is going to cost, right? You know, the liberals did some of that on Site C. They had a a, a number they picked out of the air for the main civil works contract at the dam. Well, that contract has gone 100% over budget, right? So you know very well. That's what happened with the site with the fast ferries, right? Oh, it's going to exactly. be all in but the toilet paper, right? Well, then they actually got into building them, you know, 100% over budget. The liberals, same thing on the expansion of the convention center, Right. 100% over budget because they announced the price tag before they had even cased the site fully. So, I mean, governments do this. Um, and, you know, sometimes they recover from it. Sometimes they get away with it. I'm struck on this one, Simi, by something else that, you know, happens in our business, which is government announces something and we collect the feedback, right? So, so I get emails. I see comments. I listen carefully to shows like yours. I hear what happens when people open up the phone lines, the newspaper here in the Capitol, letters to the editor. This thing is almost unanimous in terms of opposition. Right? I've, I've not heard yet a coherent note or message from somebody who thinks this is a good idea. Like The, the voices against this are almost unanimous. Simi, New Democrats will hate me to say this, but the, the HST had more defenders than this project, right? Really? Oh, Vaughn, that's really sticking it right there. Like that's, that's saying something, but you could be right about that, that even yeah. with the battle over the HST, you had people who came out and said, no, no, this is a good idea. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been a few people. They they tend to be insiders in the museum industry or anything. They, you're hearing some people in in the tourism sector saying, well, you know, we need this in the long run. Yeah, but what? how do they feel about it being closed for eight years, right? Well, they'd sooner not talk about that part of it. So, seriously, I, I really think the Premier would uh, do his party and the government and the project a favor yeah. if he would just say, look, I've looked at this business plan a second time, and frankly, um, this thing needs a second look. And I'm the premier, and I'm saying that. It would go away. It would go it away. Would. You know, yeah. they could bring back. I mean, the the rescue plan would look something like this. Um, they're going ahead and building a new building outside the capital for the archives and research material. That's going ahead. It's in Bremer's writing. It's a $200 million project. They could move all... This is the stuff that's stored under sea level and everything. They could go ahead with that. Move all that stuff out. Open that building in 2025. Everybody would think that was fine. In the meantime, you're going back and revisiting the issue of the museum. Could you seismically upgrade it without having to demolish the place? Could you keep it open while you're working on a replacement design? Uh, All of that is well manageable within the realm because they haven't actually started any of this. What you would have to back away from is your grandiose announcement that a billion-dollar project is going ahead on September the 6th. The museum is closing forever, and it'll be demolished. Oh, boy, Vaughn. So much to look forward to this week. Thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.